The importance of rural communities and areas having reliable internet connection has become more apparent, especially after the pandemic. I spoke with Stephanie Cassiope, Senior Director of Government Affairs at U.S. Cellular, and Marianne Lippert, an independent consultant who works with rural counties on broadband, and they discussed a survey done by U.S. Cellular, the importance of connectivity, and much more. Well, starting out here, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, a new statewide survey that came out from uh, U.S. Cellular, which basically says, you know, rural Wisconsin residents, they want access to Internet and they don't care how they get it. So can you talk a little bit about that survey, please? We did this. We conducted this survey because we wanted to better understand what Wisconsin residents views and priorities were as far as broadband service. Um, you know, high speed broadband has been really a staple in the urban communities for many years. But when you get out into the rural areas, it's not often the case. It's hard to um, often hard to deploy for fiber companies. And it's very it can be very expensive and uh, take a long time. So um, we believe at U.S. Cellular, we've had a great opportunity to showcase and deploy our fixed wireless service, which also brings mobility in these areas. And we wanted to find out what um, the rural Wisconsin residents felt about broadband and about the technology. All right, excellent. And now, um, you know, it's estimated that about 299,000 locations in Wisconsin will be under un- and underserved by uh, January of next year already. And that uh, Wisconsin will only be able to address 76% of those uh, underserved locations. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, what are some initiatives that the state of Wisconsin is doing to try and address those problems? Uh, I can talk about that a little bit, Stephanie. Sure. Okay. Um, the um, Wisconsin Public Service Commission is charged with with this issue and they have a uh, broadband office mm-hmm. the um the psc has had several grant programs for communities and internet service providers um, the money with those grant programs has been from state sources it's also been from uh, from some of the federal pandemic relief funds and there's actually um, a grant opportunity that's open right now, um, due in um, in early November. The other big thing that's coming down the pike is actually the federal program. It's called the Broadband Equity Access and Deployment Program, or BEAD for short. B E A. You'll hear a lot of talk about BEAD. And this is the uh, the federal program that is going to bring a little over a billion dollars to Wisconsin that will then be distributed by the PSC on a competitive basis. If I could add a little bit to that, Riley, um, you know, from U.S. Cellular's perspective, we talked about the survey. What we found out was that nearly 70 percent of the rural customers that we, um, the rural residents that we surveyed didn't have any preference on the type of internet, whether it be fiber, wireless, or cable. And so with that, um, we knew that our fixed wireless service really has a spot and is really a sweet spot in some of these rural areas because it is cost-effective, quicker to deploy, and provides the addition of mobility. So um, at the state level, the programs haven't really had rules or requirements that are conducive to wireless, that, that they were limited to fiber based on speed requirements and things like that. But the BEAD program, 
the money coming from the federal government, the $1.1 billion, does um, the rules do anticipate that a mix of technologies will be used. And so we're working with the state of Wisconsin to make sure that the rural areas have, and the state has a choice and has flexibility in how they deploy that, that bead money. Um, so you mentioned that base, essentially all options are kind of on the table, it sounds like. So really, it, it's looking like if there's a way to get these rural communities connected, um, Wisconsin and, and other companies are willing to use and look at those different uh, different methods? Um, there, is a prefer- there is a preference in the bead program for fiber, and in a lot of cases, fiber does make sense. But in the rural areas, the very rural areas, the very unserved and even underserved areas, it's not necessarily the best option. It gets very costly. Um, you know, when you get out into the rural areas, it's not underground. It's on poles and, it, you know, you can't grow, go across farm fields. But with fixed wireless service, you know, the, we, we put the service on a tower and it covers a whole radius, a wide radius of, of the area. Um, and provides those rural areas with that coverage. You know, part of part of the the real issue here is the fact that you know rural areas are sparsely populated, and whether you're putting fiber underground or putting it on poles, it is expensive when you've only got two houses on a road and that's where fixed wireless is much more cost effective i think you know that it's not like a billion dollars is a lot of money but it's, <laughs> it's not when you start talking about you know deploying fiber and, and we're not against fiber if fiber works really good in some areas but there are sparsely populated areas that may be a better fit for fixed wireless. And I'd like to give a couple examples of that. You know, if a farmer has fiber to the home, that's nice. But if a farmer is out on his tractor in an 80-acre field and wants to use precision agriculture, they need to have, they need to be able to connect to GPS. And that's where that mobility piece is so very important. Um, And it's not just a farmer on a 80 acre field it's cranberry growers um they are more and more using electronic monitoring for things like uh, pesticide application fertilizer and frost watch and you need that that mobile connectivity another example would be in recreation areas with a lot of woodland one of the counties that I work with um, back several years ago had three, I'm sorry, four in one weekend, four ATV, UTV accidents in state forest land where they had to contact emergency services. And you need that, you need that, that mobility piece to be able to provide a safe environment for those people that are using recreational assets. All right, excellent. And um, now how many, because this is something I think we've seen, uh, especially after the pandemic, is it seems like 
um, more and more. We need that connectivity for different things, um, be it school, doctor's appointments, things like that. So can you just talk a little bit about the importance? And again, you've already touched on this a little bit, but if you could talk about the importance of making sure that um, rural residents can get connected. I would love to tell my realtor story again. You know, I'm the one that has the, the real life stories because I work with these these folks, these rural folks. Um, you know, I have evidence from several realtors that have indicated, okay, because of the pandemic, uh, you know, people want to move out to rural areas or want to move back home, and unless a house has robust internet service people won't even look at it so yeah without that service people aren't interested in buying properties you know and and this is called the digital divide and it really is um you know an urban rural type of divide where if you can't get broadband connectivity there are a lot of things that you're you're left out of and we did see that in the pandemic, um, you know, U.S. Cellular is a carrier that serves a lot of rural areas, and we do it really well. But, you know, it, it, even, we can't even get to the most rural areas without a little bit of help from the program, such as speed. Um, and, you know, during the pandemic, we saw, uh, you know, the use cases for, you know, the, the mobile hotspots with schools and um you know, things like that, rural health care, how important that is for those communities to stay connected, um, just like in the urban areas. And I think Marianne's very right. Or she's spot on. Um, we hear it all the time from customers about how important it is to have mobility um, in their areas. But in addition, um, they need the broadband in the home. And that's the beauty of fixed wireless services so that it can bring both. All right. Excellent. And, you know, again, uh, you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but obviously, you know, here in Clark County, where we're located, a small uh, rural farming community, um, you know, broadband is important, but hard for us to get. Um, But do you think it like a solution like this um, uh, uh, fixed wireless uh, solution could help with issues like um, uh, housing and employment barriers? Absolutely, because what you'll get is not only the mobility um, that Marianne talked about being so important as you know to the realtors and their clients, but also the broadband to the home, which will help with you know work from home and um, learning from home and, and all that. And fixed wireless works much like um, um, you know broadband or like cable or fiber in that, um, but it's a little bit different in that the signal comes into our cell tower and then is broadcast out to a home or a business. Um, connects with an antenna, an internal or an external antenna, which has a router, which is a router much like you have, exactly like you you might have with a fiber or a cable um, type of broadband service. And then it provides the same type of service in the home that you get with other options. Um, and then in addition, as I've been saying and, and we've been talking about, it provides the mobility too. Well, I think it's really important to remember that rural areas want to be connected. And all options need to be on the table. So fiber to the home as well as fixed wireless. All right. Excellent. Well, we've covered uh, quite a bit here so far in our interview, but is there uh, anything else, anything else you would like our listeners to know about uh, in regards to the rural connectivity, fixed wireless or anything in that regard? Um, I, w- I, w- 
would just like to urge everyone to support, um, you know, state legislators and state decision makers in the broadband office and the administration to um, adopt rules that take into account a wide range of technologies in using bead money and any other money towards broadband grant opportunities in the state. It's really important that the state gives itself enough flexibility to to choose the best option for all the areas of the state. There is funding and grants available to help communities in rural areas build their internet infrastructure.